Welcome to the Present to Possibility podcast, where we give you a moment of peace in your day or night and provide tools that will allow you to be in the now, acknowledge your present, and then take steps to activate and achieve your possibility. This is a podcast where you'll be positioned to make personal progress and experience relaxation at the same time. I'm Atiba, and I'm glad you're here. Last time out, in part one of this four-part segment on routines, we set the foundation, the baseline, for what's working. We looked at the processes, the present experiences, where you're seeing joy, experiencing results, and gaining valued insights at this point in time in your life. Here, this episode continues to address routines, albeit from a different vantage point. In part two, we're going to illuminate and observe what's not working for us in our lives. What does that mean? The goal is to present tools and ways of being that will allow you to look inwardly to address that very question and answer it for yourself. The challenge questions I have for you are to aid in your ability to focus and get clear on this very same front. So let's get into it. What's missing? Where's the gap? Where are you expending energy that is seemingly going nowhere? In other words, what isn't working for you in the here and now. As you reflect on those things that may not be working for you or serving you well in the here and now, a question you may have is, well, what are some flags that may showcase that something isn't working for me? How can I observe and acknowledge a disconnect or give some observation to where I'm losing energy? Glad you asked. So let me ask you this. What is it that you feel? How do you feel currently about your work, about your relationships, about life in general? And as you reflect on those pieces of your life, your entire being, which of those items, if any, are causing you to experience stress? These are the very same areas I'd like to focus in on. Those areas, again, that aren't working for you. I raise that because stress is oftentimes a sign of misalignment or disconnection. Let me illustrate. In my work with clients, uh, I recall a specific instance where this individual was serving in multiple roles. Uh, They had their nine to five full-time role, yes. And they'd also been tasked to 
serve in an acting capacity as chief of staff for their particular organization. There'd been some recent turnover with regard to some members leaving the team. And my client had expressed to me that they were experiencing some heightened stress. They were used to and very comfortable with being the type of person who could be turned to and sought out to complete a task to get the job done. And here, now, and presently, they were being tasked regularly to serve more as a manager and as a thought leader. So they were still responsible for getting work done. It's just they didn't have the same association with it. They weren't the ones tasked to perform the work. They were now responsible for managing and ensuring that the task was done differently. With that, the stress that they brought up as part of our dialogue and conversation highlighted a disconnect and it centered around trust within their team. They were lacking that sense of trust and it manifested itself as anxiety and as an inability to communicate effectively with their team and to communicate with themselves effectively. So as part of that process, and what I'll outline here, are a series of steps to help get clear on identifying and acknowledging those disconnections. Here we go. Step one, notice and observe the stress. In working with my client for this particular uh, instance, it was the transition from being a worker bee, so to speak, to supervising tasks and managing tasks. Step two, identify the disconnect. So for the real world example I'm, I'm referring to, there was again that lack of trust. Step three, address the disconnect. For the situation I'm referencing, nurturing trust by choosing to let go, to remove the obstacle that presented them from acknowledging the skills of the people who were in place to do the work and trust that they had the ability, not so much to do it the same way my client was previously able to do the work, but that the end state or the service provided, the deliverable provided, met the need so that it was a matter of style as opposed to substance. Once they got clear on that, they were able to, again, embrace trust differently. So with that, my client was able to remove themselves from the burden of having to see things done the exact same way they would have done. embracing trust, they first were able to acknowledge the disconnect, the body sensations that highlighted the stress that they were experiencing, the heightened heart rate, the anxiety, the fear of not providing a serviceable product, 
the fear of not meeting the expectation placed on them by the customer. All of those things were addressed, acknowledged, and ultimately released because for my client, they were all centered and focused around her ability to trust in others in addition to herself. So by choosing to release that burden, they identified the disconnect and were able to move through it. I keep using the word stress, primarily because stress is oftentimes how our body lets us know that there is a disconnect, that there's some type of conflict or misalignment. I want to call attention here also to the fact, to the position, and to the perspective that stress looks differently on each of us. For some, we become more withdrawn as we experience heightened levels of stress. For others, they become more outgoing. Still, some people just stop. They choose to take no action. They make no movement. Others, in a totally different direction, rev themselves up to do more of everything. Again, stress can look different for each of us. What it causes us to do oftentimes though, is to lean on those disempowering habits to include stress eating, going to the gym excessively even, is a manifestation of stress for some. And still, some of us exhibit aggression or anger while others sit in sadness. However you currently carry that stress, I invite you to give focused attention to observe how it manifests for you. With that, here's a challenge. How can you reorient yourself to whatever it is that's causing you stress? How does stress manifest for you? What is one change, one switch, or one alteration that can help you relate to that stress differently so that it does not cause the same results that it has in the past or cause you to continue to experience the same types of disconnections and misalignment that you're presently experiencing. Let go of that frustration and sense of overwhelm by reorienting yourself to the things that once were stressors, but now are motivators. To recap, step one is to notice and observe the stress you're experiencing. Then step two, identify the disconnection. Step three, 
address the misalignment or disconnection. By doing this, by embracing and acknowledging where you are in this moment in time, you've taken away the ability that these feelings, this part of your experience has over you. And you're able to put forth focused influence on making a shift. Now and as always, thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. Wherever or whenever you are in the world, I hope to have been able to bring with me and share with you some tools and insights and challenge questions that I and we hope can position you to add more light, clarity, and focus to your life in this area. Thank you for listening in. Until next time, live and be well. Thank you.